0: recently been doing the difficult poetry of T.S. Eliot, though it's not as difficult as it's sometimes reputed to be. One of Eliot's favorite poets was the Elizabethan-era poet John Donne, who was known for his uh, thorny comparisons and intellectual metaphors that take off in directions that later more or less scandalized the 18th century critic Samuel Johnson. Dunn, later in his life, became a great Anglican divine, and his sermons are justly remembered as are his poems that are written in an explicitly Christian context. And I want to read one today on on this fifth Sunday of Easter called Resurrection and point out a few things about what makes Dunn feel unlike uh, the usual smoother sonneteers like uh, Sir Philip Sidney or Shakespeare, or even later sonneteers like uh, Wordsworth and Keats and certainly Gerard Manley Hopkins. Dunn is uh, bristly, and the texture of his, of his poems uh, takes a little getting used to. So here, here's Resurrection for this fifth Sunday in Easter. Moist with one drop of thy blood, my dry soul, Shall, though she now be in extreme degree, Too stony hard, and yet too fleshly, Be freed by that drop, from being starved, hard, or foul. And life by this death abled shall control death whom thy death slew, nor shall to me fear of first or last death bring misery, if in thy little book my name thou enroll. Flesh in that long sleep is not putrefied, but made that There of which and for which twas, nor can by other means be glorified. May then sin sleep, and deaths soon from me pass, That waked from both, I again risen may, salute the last and everlasting day. You notice that last line of the poem, Salute the last and everlasting day is almost the only one in the whole poem that has a regular iambic pentameter meter. Um, Dunn is is playing hard against the conventional expectation here. So in the first line, if you look at it again, moist with one drop of thy blood, my dry soul. These double stresses are... are um, uh, spondy at the end of the line, you know, the two stress um, foot. And then the, the second line, shall, though she now be in extreme degree, too stony hard and yet too fleshly be. So you pick up the verb, uh, the completion of the verb only at the end of the third line. Notice that what, what Dunn is talking about here is how one drop of Christ's blood will revive his own dry soul, uh, which is uh, starved, hard, foul. Um, It's stony hard, and yet it's also too fleshly. And I think we get the sense here, you know, hard-hearted and yet sensual. Uh, And he's trying to through this meditation, uh, find how that drop of Christ's blood will save him from from his situation. And notice down in the uh, eighth line that ends with enroll, if in thy little book my name thou enroll. So you have to make two syllables of thou and enroll by eliding thou within. Uh, Flesh in that long sleep is not putrefied, and then this thorny next line, but made that there of which and for which twas. That's that's not a line you want to pin on your bulletin board. But what's he saying? He's saying that in, in the resurrection, after this long sleep, flesh is going to be made what it should have been all along, or what it is from and for which it is. Uh, again, it's even hard to say what Dunn is um, stating here. There is no other means for it to be glorified, for the glorified body that Saint Paul um, speaks of, uh, for the, that glorified body to to be realized in one's own person. So notice too that he's uh, freed from fear of first or last death. That is the first death when you die to the mortal body or that last death when you are cast into eternal damnation. From neither of these deaths is he now in fear uh, because of this drop of Christ's blood. So then the closing, which is a kind of tercet, as we've looked at in er- other sonnets, um, but ending with a, also with a, the Shakespearean mode of, a, of the final couplet. They then sin sleep and deaths soon from me pass that waked from both. I again risen may salute the last and everlasting day. So waking from sin sleep, waking from death sleep, risen on the last day and saluting the eternal resurrection.